Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Big uh, frightening moments. The Omicron is in Pitt County, according to all the local news. So there you go. All right. Welcome in, everybody. It's great to have you with us. As much as I really want to be in the Christmas spirit. It's 72 degrees. It's 72 degrees out. This is like Christmas when I lived in Florida. See, it should be cold now, and then when we're all sitting outside at Pirate Baseball in February, it should warm up. Right. But no, it's going to be the other way around. So we warm now, and then we're going to freeze our butts off out there in February. I thought, though, they were saying it was going to be a warmer uh, and drier winter. I mean, I would be okay with that. We still know that first week of Pirate Baseball is always brutal. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you on that. Yeah, kind of agree with you on that. Uh, that's the ref, Philip Pilkington. He's uh, flanked by Chill Phil. Good to see you. Looking good with the glasses there. Very smart-looking guy there today. Uh, it is uh, nice to have you with us. Got some uh, fallout and some more sound from National Signing Day. We got a huge, and I mean huge, basketball game tomorrow at Charlotte for ECU. One thirty tip, part of the Hall of Fame shootout. And East Carolina will play Liberty. Now, it's pretty good Liberty. If you look at Liberty as a program, this is a good program. They, they operate as a high major. They have a ton of money. They're chartering the games, playing a nice arena. They play in big boy tournaments. So this is uh, this will be an impressive win. I think ECU's you know, fairly healthy. I doubt we'll see Tobs, uh, Tabs tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, you know, look... Joe Dooley's doing a hell of a job. I I think he had a mess on his hands when he got here. He's cleaned that mess up academically. He's got guys that look like representative basketball players on the roster. They look good coming off the bus. Got to admit that. And if some of these guys are healthy and if these guys continue to play at the level and they've played, then everything will be good. I I think it could be really, really, really good. But, uh, Part of our fun tomorrow, not only will we be uh, on the air with ECU basketball tomorrow at 1 o'clock with a 1.30 tip, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame shootout from the Spectrum Center in downtown Charlotte. It'll be ECU Liberty, also on the card, Charlotte Wake Forest. 
going to be kind of interesting because Wake struggled with VMI this week. Charlotte's kind of stinky. St. Bonaventure against Virginia Tech. VTech's not been real good. The Bonnies have been pretty good. Got to watch out for the Bonnies now. Bonnies are a top 25 team. State and Richmond. And Richmond's been meh. And somebody had asked, you know, the, the tickets, are they good for the games all day? I believe they are. And they're going like boom, 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 boom. Uh, ECU Liberty, you can hear that game again at one thirty right here. The Bonnies and Virginia Tech will play after that. Then it's uh, NC State and Richmond, and then the nightcap, Wake Forest and Charlotte. Is that how that's pronounced? Aren't you from there? Charlotte? Yeah, if that's what you say, Patrick. Yes. Uh, I would say if, if we'd planned better, we could have sent you to this. You'd probably give us an update from your living room, but I mean, I think we could have sent you back home for the for the event. Why did we plan this better? I don't know. Ed, that's that's on the powers that be, and the powers that be are are, are you, Patrick. So, would you have gone? Yeah, of course. Yeah, why didn't we send you? You could have go, gone home for the weekend. Yeah, we don't really need you next week, do we? Wow, I see how it is. Well, no, do we? I'm asking. Uh, no, I mean Ben's done with class, so Ben could have always stayed in. Well, we gotta we gotta plan the pregame show, which we're gonna announce next week what we're doing officially. Yeah. So a little bit of that. Plus so you, I would have to get some stuff done for that so that I don't have to come in at the crack of stupid on yeah. Monday morning. But don't you have also other duties and obligations that you're doing right now or no? Uh, no, that doesn't start until next month. Oh, uh, so. okay. Yeah, why didn't we send you to this? That's what I was saying. Joe, what's going thing? on here? What kind of operation is this? Do I have to do everything? Seems like it sometimes. It truly does seem like it. Uh, shout out to our guy, Rini Angoli, a friend of the show. I guess uh, the American has put out a uh, a bowl preview show on ESPN+, and uh, Rini's a part of that, so that's good. Went to Dallas Tejas. Uh, I believe that's where the head – he went to Tejas. I know that did much to do it. So there you go. So I got up this morning. I always get up early. And I – Going through some sites I go through first thing in the morning, and I see on a news site, breaking news, Urban Meyer fired. And I thought, you know, I went to bed around 10 o'clock last night, had to unwind from the long day yesterday. Uh, It was a little before 10, so it wasn't like that I was, you know, getting in bed at like some crazy, you know, crazy early hour like I normally do. So this, I figured, well, this maybe happened around 11 o'clock or, you know, just I didn't ever see it on Twitter. But, I mean, this seemed to have happened, as the Eric Clapton song goes, after midnight. This seems like when this happened. Now, if I, is there any proof to, to the contrary? I don't know if there's true proof, I and mean, we can't know what happened on the inside. But I was asleep even. I went to bed around midnight, and I was half asleep. My phone started buzzing. So I read it happened early Thursday morning, which would indicate it happened as the Clapton song goes, after midnight. So, bing a bang boop You shocked? I'm not. Not at all. Uh, awful record. Looks clueless over there on the sidelines. Benches a guy who only fumbled for the second time in his career. Um, got- Allegibly kicked a player. Yeah, that came out. I don't know how much that had to do with it. I mean, there was the incident. I mean... Somebody asked me something interesting today. He said, how long do you think his wife is going to be with him? I hate to trade in some of that kind of salacious talk, but, I mean, let's 
he put his business in the streets by having a girl uh, twerk up on him or something at a bar in Ohio after they got their ass kicked on a Thursday night. Or got, I think, barely beat, but you get the point. He stayed behind to hang out in Ohio and go bar hopping. It's not a good look. I thought they'd at least let him get through the year, but I, I think things had just gotten so untenable. The, the big question is, will he come back? And I say to college, yes, if he wants to. Because college football, so, the, the certain programs are so desperate to win. They will back the Brinks truck up and pay him a gazillion dollars to do this. Do you agree? For sure. Can you Google or have Chill Google, somebody Google what his contract was? I know it was five years, but what was he getting paid? Because I would like to kind of figure out what he got paid per game. Because you get paid, at least the players do, by the week. You know, the players only make cheddar during the, uh, the game weeks. So they used to get 16 checks and then playoff checks a year. They made the playoffs. I think they get a little something for the preseason, obviously. But basically they get, that's. I mean, it's not like they're that's structured out over the course of a year or it's, you know, paid in, in season. I mean, it is paid in season, but it's, it's, a, it's a weekly game check. It's not paid at the end of the month or anything. Chill says he was getting paid $9 million a year. All right, so $9 million this year, right? Yeah, divided by seventeen this year because you know the NFL's wonky. Well, he only coached four games. Well, let's let's see. Divide. You're right. Divide it by seventeen, and multiply that by fourteen. Because I am a graduate of private school education. You know, my teachers they always told. What did they always tell us, Ref? You're not going to have a calculator with you all the time. Ha ha! I do right here in this phone. Miss, yeah, they told Miss, me the same thing. They told me the same thing, and smartphones had been invented, so I didn't right. understand that at all. Miss Braswell, Miss Mooring. You still remember the teacher's oh, name? Oh, wow, math. Math stinks. He got $7.5 million, basically. Probably, he probably got docked some pay uh, for that incident. You know, so I think he, yeah. Well, the great thing about that $7.5 million is at least he was living in Florida, so no state income tax. So at that least is, he didn't have to pay much back. You know, when I worked down there, you got the Sunshine State discount because, well, you don't, we don't have state taxes. We're not going to pay you well, but we don't have state taxes. So you'll get to keep more of what we're, of the less we're paying you. Okay. So, yeah, somebody's going to come up and pay him the equivalent of what he was making in the NFL to coach a college team if he wants, don't you think? Yeah, in hopes that he will be the prodigal son that will come in and dethrone the evil Alabama. Do you think do you think that somebody would there's really nowhere to go this year. There's not anything that's open out there of any and I and I don't this is so fresh he probably would not go. So he'll do he'll lay out and do TV next season. Be back on the Big Ten network probably with Fox. Yeah. And then so that'd be 2023 he'd be back? Yeah, some Big Ten job will come open or an SEC job, a middle-of-the-pack one, not like a crappy one, like a Northwestern, but Somebody like a Michigan State right. or something like that will come open. look up uh, Urban Meyer's age, Chill, please. Because I want to I get a gauge of how old he's going to be at that point. Because if he is of a certain – if he's like in his 70s, he ain't coming back. She'll say he's only 57. Oh, so. he's coming back. Yeah, for sure. He's coming back. 
mean, he's 15 years younger than Pete Carroll and Belichick. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's coming back. So it, I, I, it would, could be a, maybe a Pac-12 if, there, if somebody's willing to come off the and, and really invest and pay some money. I think a Big Ten is very likely. I think a, an SEC, as you say, is possibly quite likely. When Dabo takes a pro job, maybe Clemson. Well, I heard a rumor that uh, Wait a minute. Oregon could want Chip rumors? Kelly. Well, rumors? Uh, not like rumors? A, not like real sources, but there's. I heard some chatter that Oregon may want Chip Kelly back, and you know maybe then would you say Urban Meyer would be possible a UCLA job because LA is going to be ticked off because they're going to be in their butts handed to him. Who would want him back? That Oregon might want Chip. But Kelly Oregon back. just hired a guy. Why do they want? They already got that guy out the door. That that's what I said. But who knows? Who told you this? Casey, he kind of got something right yesterday, and now he I don't he remember. He's, I don't remember. Who he it thinks was. he's a, hash, a hashtag expert. It wasn't Casey. Hashtag sources. It wasn't Casey, but I, I can't remember. Couple, but I can see him going to a place like UCLA or something. Chip Kelly yeah. leaves. We're going to get into the pirate report uh, audio coming up. Brian Mull join us. Tigers back on the course this weekend. I think that's great. Uh, we'll get a little preview of some college basketball. Memphis beat number six Alabama. Will the real Memphis please stand up? Look at that kid that all the ESPN talking heads salivate over, the 17-year-old. Kid's riding the pine right now. Penny doesn't care. You think Larry Brown cares? Rasheed Wallace doesn't care. Those guys got a $100 million in the bank. You think they care? They want to win. I mean, they're not coaching because they have to coach. They're coaching because they want to coach. I mean, Rasheed Wallace, a goofball. But, I mean, dude took a high school coaching job in Durham just so he could get some get the some coaching experience on his resume. Did he have to do that? No. Wants to coach. So do you think guys like that are worried about this kid? No. What's Memphis going to do? Fire him? Go live on a uh, – uh, go buy an island and live on it. That's the, the the great advantage of having up yours money because you do the job you want to do, and that's what they're doing out in Memphis. And this kid, I, look, great player, but might be the number one overall pick. Yeah, maybe. But he hadn't looked good so far. Of course, nobody has on that Memphis roster. So I don't know. We'll see. All right, a break. Uh, we have some signing day audio from yesterday we didn't get to. We'll have that in a version of the Pirate Report. We also have... A couple of local kids we'll hear from. And uh, we, we heard about this yesterday. The kid who decided to shun Florida State and go to Jackson State for in excess of a million, as much as 1.5 million bucks, and an NIL deal attached to it. We've got the audio from that. It's not the greatest audio, but we've got the audio. So we'll bring all of that to you, plus Brian Mull. After this, stay with us. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Rhodes Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
Wilson Rose, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes. You'll be comfortable in no time in green. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Want to watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> It's time to think about gift giving, and Bertie County Peanuts has all you need to make everyone on your list happy. Whether you need gifts for friends and family or business appreciation gifts for clients and colleagues, Bertie County Peanuts has you covered. Check out their selection of gourmet products online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net. Call them at 800-457-0005 or visit them in Windsor at Powell & Stokes. Bertie County Peanuts, a Christmas tradition all over North Carolina. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, our ability to service our clients, and our community involvement. That's true. We see Town Insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business. We're talking about health insurance. We're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com, town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town Insurance. Just follow me. We're doing it for the gram. Check out pics from the PJ Show and more. Plus, pics from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. All right, we're uh, at 68 right now, down to 59 tonight, 73 tomorrow, 74 Saturday. And then it looks like a 50-50 shot at rain Sunday, and then 49 on Monday. Uh, clouds at 53 at Christmas. It could be, oh my God, there's Ben Byram. Look at you, Ben. 
Merry Christmas to you. Ben's got the, uh, what do you got on there, Ben? A little, little holiday situation. Is that what you're wearing to the soiree? All right. Looks good on you. Looks good on you. There he is, the one and only Ben Byer. Uh, Chill, you ready uh, for a little uh, recap of signing day? All right. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. Uh, we do need Philip on the mic here really quick. Come over here real quick, Philip. I mean, Pilkey did Philip. Too many damn Phillips. All right. So the kid from Hunter, the kid that was the number one prospect in all of uh, college football, right? That's what they tell us. He go and he's in the secondary, right? Uh, yeah. He goes to uh, Jackson State with Neon Dion. Call him Coach Sanders. He's not Dion. Um, he is headed to Jackson State because of the and uh, the name, image, likeness deal that he got from Barstool. So everything that Casey kind of explained yesterday was legit, right? As far as what they are saying. This is the video of when he shocked the world. Let's play that. Uh, and again, it's not the greatest video audio ever of the video, but we did what we could to make it sound pretty good. So here we go. No committed to Florida State, but this will look real good too, but that ain't my choice. <laughs> This one look real good too, but I'm, I'm gonna say that for later. I like this one; it fit me well. But that ain't who I want to be. <laughs> always been on my mind. But check me out, mom. Throw me that hat. So he he kind of he dissed Florida State, right? And I guess he – who else did he hold up? He dissed some other schools. It looks like a Georgia hat. He, like, put it on and right. threw it, and he's like, this Florida State hat, that fits a little bit better. And then he was like, but I ain't going there either, and he threw that one. Wow. And then his mom, he didn't even have a Jackson State hat right. sitting there. His mom threw him a Jackson State hat. All right, fair or foul on this? We'll take a, we'll take the temperature of the room. First, we'll start with you, Pilk. Fair or foul? I'll go fair. Okay. B-Baby? Well, let's get, let's get, uh, let's get uh, chill first. Fair or foul, Chill? No, it was fair. He was just having a good time. Okay. Be baby, fair or foul? Because you're thought about- it was fair. Okay. It's one of the best signing day videos I've ever seen. Fair it is, then. Fair it is. We'll go with that. All right. Uh, speaking of signing day, uh, Michael Allen from Rose signing with uh, NC State. This is what he had to say about that afterwards. Just extremely excited and really get started. This is just the beginning, so love the support that came out today, and I'm just extremely excited, extremely blessed. And then Terry Moore is the, Terrence Copper says he's the best high school player he's ever seen. Now he played high school ball in Washington. Who else played high school ball in Washington? Chill, Phil. That I do not know. Terrence Copper, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Terrence Copper only did what? Played at ECU and played in the NFL. That he did. Played for the Saints. He did, among others. Copper goes around saying that this kid is the best high school player ever in Washington. It's high praise. Because I'd be saying it were me had I played in the NFL for 10 years. Greatest athlete to come out of Washington, no offense to Terrence, is probably the great Dominique Wilkins, the human highlight film. But still, this Terrence says he's the best high school player he's ever seen. Terry Moore... Committed to Duke, he stuck with that commitment even after the coaching change. Hit it. 
after meeting with him and understanding like the things that he does, things that he stands by, to, um, declare my decision so I can actually know that I'm, that's what exactly where I'm going. And then uh, Kanye Roberts, as I called him, Kanye West. But Kanye Roberts from uh, Wallace Rose Hill. We don't have that, but I'm just, I'm, uh, I know we don't have that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling a story here, Pilk. Uh, he, he signed his letter of intent yesterday with uh, Appalachian State, who got in on him late. Set the record, set a record for rushing in North Carolina. And is going to App State. So congratulations. Those are some of the, I mean, the Mims brothers obviously had their signing yesterday too, but we kind of covered that with ECU. And we might uh, scrounge up some of that uh, audio for you uh, for a later time. Uh, speaking of audio, let's get into a few things we didn't get to yesterday in today's Pirate Report. Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. It's brought to you today by Pair Customs, superior boats at an affordable price at 21 and 24-foot center console. Get your next boat the way you want it, Pair Customs. They've got a big announcement coming up next month. Eastern Plumbing setting the standard for quality service for over 15 years. Find out more at easternplumbingonline.com. Also by Main and Mill Oyster Bar and Tavern in downtown Winterville. Great food and specialty drinks and craft beers. And by Pickerinville Airport, convenient and comfortable to Charlotte and then anywhere on the globe. All right. Uh, I'm not sure what the first Houston cut is. I think it's kind of his summation of the day. We might have actually played this yesterday, but this is one that we got in overnight as well. So this is Coach Houston, in case you missed it, kind of his summation of how signing day went. Then we'll get to some of the cuts we didn't get to yesterday because of uh, all the other news we were covering. Uh, so this is Mike Houston, in case you missed it, with a summation of how uh, the state of pirate football on National Signing Day and possibly beyond. Exciting day for Pirate Nation. Uh, we welcome 18 new Pirates. Uh, with our, the beginning of our signing class, uh, that's another thing that's probably changing and evolving more and more is just uh, I mean, how, how recruiting works at the collegiate level. And, uh, but you're know, very excited about these young men uh, joining our program, uh, very excited about where the program is right now, where it's headed, uh, excited about uh, you know, the bowl preparations and uh, the matchup against Boston College. And... He talked about the great running back Marlon Gunn Jr., kid out of Louisiana, big recruit, going to be a good one. Marlon Gunn, according to Coach Houston on today's Pirate Report. Well, just exciting. Now, so you know, I was talking to him while we were in the middle of practice uh, out there, and just uh, you know, I flew down to see he and Mom on Friday. Uh, he was up here for um, you know a game earlier in the season, uh, and. Just a guy, again, high character, good size for a back, really good speed. I think he has very high-end ability, which is the reason why you had the, you know some power fives trying to come in on him late. Uh, but just you know, really excited to get him. We've got a good running back room right now, but we all know that those guys are not going to, you know, you can't sign a lifetime contract, you know, to stay here forever. So, you know, he's a guy that I think will come in and, 
and he'll challenge for playing time, and he'll be a guy that will contribute, and you know he'll be he'll be a really good player for us in time. Coach Houston on how recruiting will change in the future. This is something we just talked about with the uh, you know name, image, likeness, the kid going to Jackson State. Some of that was, I mean, look that we we still haven't got totally to the bottom of what exactly happened with the kid that went to Memphis, McLean. I mean, he was in Greenville. In the coach's house this weekend. Looked like he was verbal and ready to go, but changed his mind, went to Memphis at the last minute. Could there have been some uh some rendezvous ribs money coming his way or some FedEx money coming his way or Beale Street? Who knows? Mike Houston on how the recruiting game is gonna be different from here on out. Yeah, I mean I think that they're I think recruiting is going to change permanently for the foreseeable future. It's I don't know what it's going to look like with the name and image likeness stuff, and you know you look at Tennessee, uh, every offensive lineman at Tennessee I think is fifty thousand dollars a year or something. I mean when when you're starting to talk about that kind of money for recruits, um, I don't I don't know what it's going to look like. I mean I, just, I wonder I wonder there's got to be some regulation somewhere, but. Um, I think the transfer piece is going to change how you recruit high schools. Uh, you know, for us, philosophy-wise, I still want to recruit high school kids. Uh, I'm a, I'm big on recruiting, developing. You know, you get your kind of culture, character guy. Um, but now, if, if you recruit a high school kid, now he can leave, and that's that's another piece with the transfer portal. Uh, that uh, you know, if you recruit a transfer, at least they're tied to you. Uh, but I just I think it's going to be a balancing act. Uh, you're going to recruit a little bit of everything, but that's also why I said this is the beginning of this year's class because you'll see us add, add you know possibly a couple of guys before uh, before January uh, spring semester starts. Uh, I think you'll probably see us add some more in May. So I think this is going to be something that's going to be an ongoing process. And uh, he elaborated to Coach Houston further on name, image, and likeness. The one thing I did say about it is I do think this area will be uh, you know a place where student athletes will benefit maybe more so than some of our peer institutions from name and image likeness uh, because you have such a passionate fan base this is a college town you know there's not a pro sport in in Greenville it's it's ECU football and so the opportunity is there for a business to um, you know to, to endorse you know get an endorsement from a uh, from a student athlete, or there's there's fans that are passionate enough to where you know they'll they'll participate in the name and image likeness stuff. So um, now I, I, I need our fan base to step up and do that now. So these local businesses to do that, but uh, you know, so we did talk about it from that standpoint. But uh, it's not you know not to the point where we're talking any kind of figures or anything. No. All right, and then a couple more players that Mike Houston talked about here. We'll get to them right now in our pirate report. This is uh, Coach on uh, Sam Donka. I, I think Sam's going to get here and get on the training table and get in there with Big John, and he's going to be a big human being. So I, th- I think he's, I think he's going to be like some of the guys that uh, we have that have started out in the secondary and they've grown, and you see how the body develops. But he has a lot of length. He's extremely athletic. He's very explosive. So uh, I think you take that kind of a- athlete every day. And then uh, this is uh, Coach Houston on Nemo Squire, the uh, other running back they signed. I think it says a lot about his parents. You know, when he came up here on his visit uh, this summer for camp, uh, I spent a lot of time with his mom and dad. Uh, Dad's a minister. Uh, Nemo's a very mature kid. 
Uh, he's big in the community down there. Uh, I mean, if you go anywhere around Dillon, South Carolina, now they're all Nemo Squire fans. And so um, I think that's, that's part of him. That's part of what makes him special. Uh, he's going to be a high character, hard worker, tough guy uh, that has some ability. And uh, I just thought he would be really, really good for that uh, running back room. I think he's the one whose uh, dad is a minister, and uh, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here. Uh, and, and I guess they maybe are relocating somewhere nearby in the east. But uh, Nemo Squire, productive running back in high school. So uh, not the biggest guy, but uh, big heart and big productivity. So we'll see where we go. I don't think we mentioned this, but uh, the Gasparilla Bowl, which is set to be played uh, on the uh, 23rd between University of Central Florida Golden Knights and the uh, Florida Gators. Uh, that was sold. That's been a sellout. That thing's sold out. How about that? Uh, is that in Tampa? Chill, can you look that up? Where's the Gasparilla Bowl played? I know I've got a computer in front of me, but I got other things on it. Uh, when he tells me that, we'll throw to you. By the way, uh, Ben Byram contributing to the cause today outside of that gangster look he's got going on. He said, yeah, it's in Tampa. Uh-huh. So there you go. Deion Sanders, we ain't got no money. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. That means we kicked your butt. We took what was ours, and now you got to make up an excuse why. So Dion's claiming it has nothing to do with the – is that what he's trying to say? Well, he's an idiot. Dion is truly an idiot then. Total idiot. Took you this long to figure that out? No, well, I mean, I always have liked Dion. I mean, I, I've admired, I mean, to play two sports at the level at which he played them. No, I do too, but we knew he was an idiot when he said if Minnesota drafts me, they're going to have to put me on layaway. That's funny. No, that's funny. I don't care. That is funny. I don't care. what, And I don't blame him. Oh, it's cold up there. All right, uh, here is Philip with an update, and then we'll get to uh, – Go ahead and get Mull on the phone because Mull's always the way we can't get him on the phone because of that phone system in there. Ben, what's up with the phone system? What's up with the phone system in there, Ben? I mean, you know how I feel about the I phone know, system. I know. I didn't want you to say anything. I was just sort of saying it to get Trying a ride. Trying to right here I know. I, yeah, I can't do that. I'm sorry, Ben. All right, update, then we'll get to Mull after this uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Overnight, the Jags fired head coach Urban Meyer. Also in the NFL, uh, Lions tight end TJ Hawkinson is out for the season after thumb surgery and the Seahawks have put Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins on the COVID list. Transitioning to college football, Michigan State running back Kenneth Walker III will enter the NFL draft and former UCF quarterback Dylan Gabriel will transfer to UCLA. In the NBA, Zion Williamson is dealing with a foot injury. He got an injection in that foot and he will be reevaluated in four to six weeks. As far as local teams go in action tonight, the Canes host the Red Wings, Duke host App, UNC Greensboro goes to UNBC, and there's one game going on in the American as Tulsa hosts Alcorn State. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. After this timeout, Brian Bull joins the P-Man. The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. 
your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, and Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent license deal, Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health you'll be working with neighbors you can trust people like alan hill or tony boyd these agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams these farm bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products but they are also tuned in to the greenville community again contact alan hill or tony boyd today at farm bureau insurance in greenville 252-756-3165 that's 252-756-3165 This year, U.S. Cellular is making a big deal out of the holidays. You can choose any phone from any brand free. That's right, any phone you see in our store is free. And get unlimited data for our best price of the season. Just $30 a month per line with four lines. Feel the locally grown joy from U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Limited time offer. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. Brian Mall chased that little white ball in a practice round today at an undisclosed location. And he's uh, taking a few minutes to talk some golf and some college ball with us here. Follow him on Twitter at BG Mall with the Caddy Network with Blue Ribbon uh, and other outlets covering college hoops. Here's the uh, one and only Brian Mall, part of uh, Joe Lenardi's team. Come March. What's up, Mole? Hey, P-Man. What's happening? You, baby. You. Hey, uh, we got Pirate Hoops happening tomorrow. ECU v. Liberty. Uh, and uh, look, this is uh, this crowd's played LSU, played Iona. 
Uh, there's one other big boy they played in there. I don't recall right off the top of my head. They're headed out to, uh, after this, they're headed out to Hawaii to, to play in uh, the Diamond Head Classic there, which is a pretty big boy uh, event out there on the island. Good field there. They A lot of money. They operate well. They run that pack line. ECU saw that against Gardner-Webb earlier. So it's a group that uh, will be formidable tomorrow, will they not? They will. Uh, Richie McKay uh, has done a fine job there in his second stint at Liberty. Uh, like you said, uh, kind of helped Tony Bennett get things going there at Virginia and then came back to Liberty. And uh, If you watch Virginia play, it's very similar. It's deliberate pace, very difficult defense, keeps teams out of the paint. And, uh, you know, he's built a, a top 75 program year in and year out there. They, like, play a great schedule. They win a lot of these games in the past against high majors. They've won an NCAA tournament game three or four years ago. And uh, you've got to beat them. You know, they're not going to make a lot of mistakes. I watched a game they played, uh, maybe in Delaware State. It wasn't a great opponent, but I think they made 21 threes. Wow. And they're in their building. They can really, you know, I don't think they'll make 21 tomorrow, but they can certainly shoot it. And it, it will be a. Uh, It'll be a fair test. They're not going to turn the ball over a lot. Carolina's going to have to run their offense. You know, you're executing the half court because they just they don't seem to give up transition. They they kind of don't really pursue offensive rebounds because they want to make sure that they're they're going to be back and be able to set their defense because they feel like if they do that, it's it's going to be a challenge for the opponent to score. Pirates are going to have to play well. Pirates Flames. Oh, go ahead. You have to. Yeah, you got to make shots. Pirates Flames cable box tomorrow at one thirty, Queen City. Uh, part of nice the event. yeah. No, yeah. I, I was gonna say really good a bit. Part of the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame shootout. We were talking a little bit about it earlier in the week. We we ran through the uh, docket a little bit ago. For those that are the uh, uninitiated or have not uh, tuned to the show earlier, or now just tuning in. Uh, the day starts with uh, ECU and Liberty at one thirty out there in Charlotte, and uh, it'll be St. Bonaventure Bonnies at 4 taking on Virginia Tech. And then at 6.30, NC State Richmond, 9 o'clock, Wake Forest Charlotte. ECU was originally slated in that 9 o'clock game. Thank goodness they got off of that because that could be a little rough. And uh, I, I think, uh, look, have you ever been to an opening round NCAA tournament? If you're a basketball fan, you love it because it's four games, eight teams that uh, some you may never get to see, you know. And that's kind of what tomorrow's feel is. I mean, that, that you know, these games, you can expect to see these in some kind of postseason matchup. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, Wake Forest is off to a nice start under Steve Forbes. And certainly, uh, you know, we'll have every opportunity, I think, to, to be in contention for a bid right down to the – the selection Sunday, and NC State's got some work to do. Uh, the opportunity for them to pick up a quality win over a Richmond team that uh, will be in consideration, you would think, as well. We expect it to finish near the top of the Atlantic 10. And, of course, uh, St. Bonnie and Virginia Tech, uh, Mark Schmidt, Mike Young, arguably two of the best coaches uh, definitely in the eastern part of the country. I mean, both those guys really know what they're doing. And St. Bonnie has been a they basically have the same team for the last three years. I mean, they're a top 25 caliber program. So it's going to be some good action in the Queen City. It's a great venue. 
And, uh, you know, you see, they'll probably have to create a little bit of their own energy when you have that early game. Kind of an unusual start time for a Friday. They're going to have to be ready. Uh, teams a lot of times in these neutral court events jump out, you know, 10 or 12 point lead early. And you just want to make sure you're on the right side of that proposition. Pirates and Liberty tomorrow. Brian Mull with us uh, to talk about it. Follow him on Twitter at BG Mull. The thing that I think um, is going to be kind of interesting uh, in this time since ECU last played and they defeated uh, A&T, Liberty's played twice. They've split uh, the matchups. They beat uh, Carver Bible, which uh, is basically playing a D1 schedule. And uh, <clears throat> they uh, they have the advantage of having a couple of games under their belt in this period the Pirates have been off for 10 days or whatever it's going to be. But ECU has gotten healthy in that time. Got their got their finals behind them, but the big thing is they've gotten healthy. And it looks like minus Winston Tabs, unless something uh, is going on we don't fully know about, minus Winston Tabs or sans Winston Tabs, this, this should be a roster that's ready to go tomorrow. Yeah, it's... Uh... You know, basically the team that uh, we've seen over the last month. Uh, certainly some guys missing games here and there, but uh, this is the team Joe has and can expect to have going into American play in a few weeks. You know, he seems to have a pretty good handle on his rotation when he's had everybody available, eight or nine guys deep, and uh, getting contributions from the bench players. I think the, uh, the freshman Felton has really started to kind of settle in where he's been productive since games and, and uh, what a great athlete. Of course, Brandon Johnson's been a, a pleasant surprise, really, from day one. Uh, and, you know, I think the starting five is solid, really, when you look at uh, the size and the defense they've been able to play for the most part. You know, they've played a lot of different styles of opponents in the non-conference, which is what you want. Some teams that wanted to run – get out, you know, teams that shoot a lot of threes, and then tomorrow you get a different, you know, just, again, a very patient, deliberate team that's going to make you work. You're going to have to guard them for 20, 25 seconds on the defensive end, and you're going to have to work on your offensive end to get good shots because they're they're going to bait you into taking a lot of questionable shots, and they're probably going to get the rebound if you miss. All right. Uh, Brian Mole with us here. I've uh, got a couple more Coops questions for you, and then uh, we'll talk a little Tiger getting back on the course uh no, we talked about it last week, but it's here this weekend. So, uh, who's the real Memphis? The one that beat Alabama or the one that has struggled mightily? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, there's no doubt the talent that they have is uh, certainly as good as anyone in the American and, you know, top 10, top 15 caliber, uh, a team that can make it to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament or far or, or beyond. Uh, but, just some really suspect uh, execution offensively in that losing streak, some uninspired play at times, and, uh, you know, Amani Bates just really not being ready to contribute at this level was was a decision and a realization that Hardaway and his staff had to make. Probably not an easy decision to come to, um, but it's the same when a guy that you may only have for a year, but they've got to put the team on the court that gives them the best opportunity to win. And, and that was a signature win for them against a good, a very good Alabama team. That'll be in contention for the SEC to the, to the end of the year. And, you know, that'll be a quality win come selection Sunday and gives them something to build on. Look, they're, they've got, 
they've got dudes. I mean, they're big and Memphis is big and strong and they can rebound and you know, and they when they're taking the right shots, I think that was the difference in, in, from what I've seen. You know, they just they had the ball in the right people's hands, taking the right shots. And they made a few threes and got their confidence up and controlled the glass. And I mean, that's what they're capable of. They 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 should be a top three American team regardless. But I mean, they're certainly good enough to win the league. You know, uh, <clears throat> the other uh, point in that is, and I get what you're saying. You know, having to bench the. Uh, the guy that all the talking heads uh, on the worldwide leader is salivating over the desk jockeys, but my gosh, you've got uh, he's still got top five recruits visiting left and right. I think Penny will be fine. Uh, so we've got a couple more, and this includes the American. We got a few more games of uh, of non conference ball here, and then the new season, if you will, starts in December. Yeah, it'll. Uh... You know, the, the college basketball season has an interesting rhythm, you know, and the, we get cranked up earlier than ever, and, and teams just feels like they're playing three nights a week a lot of times or going to these tournaments and playing two or three days in a row and get a lot of games under their belt in a short period of time, and then exams and the holidays you know, roll around and kind of gets a little more spread out. Coaches have a chance to to really hone it in, reevaluate their rotation, you know, put in a little bit new wrinkles on offense or maybe defense or discard something that hasn't worked and go forward. And this is, uh, you know, this is what you have. This is, this is, there's not really time to be searching now. Uh, certain teams are going to go into the conference with confidence and ready to go and playing well and winning games. And, the, you know, if you're struggling and searching, it, you'll be exposed uh, against the teams that know you best and, and, and know what to take away and, uh, so yeah, it's, it's it'll be here. You know, we'll, we'll unwrap some presents and do that sort of thing, and then next thing you know, we'll be be watching conference conference games, and it'll be the middle of January before you know it. All right, we've got the uh, PNC back Tigers uh, first golf in a competitive setting. Maybe a little uh, what do you say? Hit and giggle, slap and giggle. <laughs> hit and uh, giggle. Yeah, hit and giggle event, but still competitive golf down in Florida. Uh, at a gorgeous course in Orlando uh, with his sons, kind of a father-son deal. I think that's one reason we, we're going to see him back. What are you expecting out of uh, Tiger this weekend? I think he'll play fine. I really do. I mean, I don't I don't think it will be any type of, uh, you know, what we saw in Scottsdale several years ago when he couldn't chip the ball onto the green or, uh, you know, I don't think, uh, I think it's the perfect format for him to come back. You can just kind of ease it up, ease it down the fairway, and 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 really be supportive of Charlie. And you know he's going to hit some great iron shots, and he's going to make some tigers, and he's going to make some putts, and he's going to thrill the crowds. And sure, the event's sold out, uh, and it'll be terrific. People will be talking about professional golf in the middle of December, which is not something that typically happens. I imagine the ratings for the event will probably exceed most regular PGA Tour events. Um, so I, I think he'll play fine. His swing, I mean, he practiced every day during the uh, his tournament that he hosted in the Bahamas last week, and I, I think that uh, I think he'll be fine. I think it, it won't, you know, we, people need to keep their expectations reasonable, but uh, I think we'll see a lot of quality shots out of Tiger Woods. He'll uh, be featured, I'm sure, prominently Golf Channel tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow at twelve thirty, a couple hours of coverage. Uh, golf will begin their coverage on Saturday and Sunday, one thirty and twelve thirty, respectively. And then NBC has it uh, 
2.30 until 5.30 on Saturday and then uh, 1 until 4.30. No, no, 5 till, yeah, 1 until 4.30 on uh, Sunday. So there you go. That'll be uh, that'll be how that lines up if you want to watch any of that this weekend. All right, Brian, appreciate it. How'd you hit it today? You do all right? Hit it pretty good, yeah. I, I kept up, found, didn't lose any balls. Uh, that's important. All right. We'll uh, we'll talk to you here uh, hopefully next week before uh, Christmas. So uh, we'll, we'll work it out, figure it out, get you on next week. Uh, maybe part of our Festivus extravaganza. I don't know. We're, we're in the planning stages still. So uh, we'll, I look forward to it. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you. Take care, buddy. Okay. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Yep. You too. Brian Mull, uh, at BG Mull on Twitter, following all things uh, pro golf and college hoops. We'll uh, come back, wrap it up after this. Adam Gold Middays, Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. All right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Yeah, it's going to change. I promise you. As I stand here, it will change. Okay, and when it does, that stadium is going to be rocking Pirate fans, this is head football coach Mike Houston. The Pirates are headed back to a bowl game for the first time since 2014. We want you to share this experience with us. Join us on December the 27th as we take on Boston College in the Military Bowl in Annapolis, Maryland. Get your tickets today at ecupirates.com. Go Pirates. And I can promise you, there will be no quarter, ever. With the value of the U.S. dollar continuing to slump due to unprecedented money printing, it has never been more important to protect your savings and retirement accounts from inflation. Many hardworking Americans, just like you and I, are turning to a proven method to protect what we work so hard to earn, real gold. You can have real gold delivered privately and securely to your home or have real gold put into your IRA or 401k. Just call Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-928-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you want to know about owning real gold. It's a lot easier than you think. Call the Oxford Gold Group now at 833-928-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. Talk to them about getting real gold and silver delivered to your home or about having real gold placed in your IRA or 401k. The Oxford Gold Group is here to help you protect your savings and retirement from the unknown. Call them now, 833-928-GOLD. So, what are you waiting for? 833-928-GOLD. Get your gold you can hold from the Oxford Gold Group, 833-928-GOLD. Every Monday during the ECU baseball season, tune in as Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin talks East Carolina baseball. Brought to you by Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center and the Gavigan Agency. With Patrick Johnson on your home for Pirate baseball. High fly ball to left, to the track, to the wall. He Game.com. Now, back to the Patrick Johnson Show. Well, that was old. we got to get that out. Make a note on that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know we do what we can do, but you never know. Stuff shows up. Who knows? All right. Uh, thanks to Brian Mull for joining us uh, here. So, I saw this. And uh, I didn't, where I saw it originally, I didn't think it was right. Ben has confirmed this, and that is Urban Meyer's got to get $40 But So then when Chill told me what he's going to make, I was like, well, there's no way. But that's what he's got to get. He's got to get paid basically his full deal, right? So let's revise the numbers here. 
for the 14 games he coached, he basically got $2.9 million. It's great work if you can get it. If you did, I wish. If you did that $40 million by wins, it would be how much? Quick? Someone? Someone? $20 million. Ah. Smarter than you look. Smarter than you look, ref. So tomorrow, uh, we will have a special show planned for you. Cy Seymour, I know, is going to join us. Uh, and we have some other guests we're working on for tomorrow. As soon as basketball ends, unless something crazy stupid happens. And when I say as soon as basketball ends, I mean coverage of basketball ends. So that's probably about a 30-minute post game. So I'm guessing around 4 o'clock, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hop on the air tomorrow. And uh, have a get you to the weekend supersized edition. So we'll be here in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, but we'll do that tomorrow and hopefully be talking about a pirate win. ECU basketball tomorrow begins at 1 o'clock here on 94.3 The Game. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Have a good evening.